everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. I have the great privilege of sitting and chatting with Pastor Rod today about the awesome topic of joy and and what is joy and really seeing how we can live closer to joy. So it's going to be a great episode. So Pastor Rod, just to start off with, uh, how would you define joy? Well, let's talk about Bible joy, biblical joy, which is in the New Testament mentioned 150 times. So it's a major word. It's a major word. Jesus talks about his joy and our joy and what is it? I think it's an internal state of happiness, an internal, eternal state of satisfaction. Mm. Um, I almost describe it as a full, a fullness feel, a feeling of fullness. Mm. So it's not an external thing which could be described as happiness, like I'm happy because I'm now eating ice cream or playing a game or whatever, which is nice. But joy is an internal uh, and an eternal quality mm. from, from God. Actually, God wants to fill us with this thing called joy another word is rejoicing and so those those words are, are in the old testament they're in the new testament um it's a major major concept in fact it's one of the um fruit of the holy spirit in in mm. galatians 5 it talks about love joy peace patience so love is always number one mm. <laughs> you've got to love people right uh, yeah. love god love people the second one is joy and so mm. it really is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's a, a fruit of having God live in, a, in inside our lives. And so, therefore, it's a very special thing for believers, believers yeah. in Jesus, that we all should expect joy. Mm. Um, I think there was a, a C.S. Lewis, one of his books was called Surprised by Joy. Mm. I think the concept of coming to Christ is that there is joy, there is more yeah. joy, there is how do you describe it? I don't know, but it's certainly better than sadness. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mm. uh, before I became a believer, I I didn't have much joy. I had I had happiness at times, yeah. um, but I didn't have this internal state where I was satisfied and happy. I mm. was unhappy. I was depressed. I was self-seeking. I was mm. uh, all about me, and it wasn't very nice. And when I found Jesus, I found this new quality called joy. Joy of yeah. joy of the Lord. The joy of Jesus. So, yeah. I don't know. Would you give any other explanation of what do you think is joy, Adrian? Yeah. Well, I I love I love the description of full being full, just feeling the sense of fullness, full, yeah. full of hope, full of life, full of God. And um, I think yeah, coming back to my personal experience, uh, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in a great home. My parents are amazing. I I had I went to great school, had great friends, and so I was a happy kid. I don't think I had a tough childhood. I was a happy kid, and uh, but at the age of seventeen, I had an encounter with God that really, really changed my life. It was just a simple moment where someone encouraged me. That said, just said to me, "Young man, God loves you, and He's got a great mm. plan and purpose for you." Your life. So, but with those words came an experience of just the presence of God, like I had never experienced before. I remember just being overwhelmed in that moment uh, with God's love. And I think, uh, even though I was a happy kid, um, I think in that moment I felt like what you described—the sense of fullness. Yeah. Just like this, even though I was happy, I felt like there was still something missing. And then in that moment, I felt like that missing part was full. Uh, mm. And it was the presence of God. So yeah, I think mm. I think that description yeah. of of fullness is awesome. 
Yeah, as, as we've even talked about this word full, which I felt too, um, yeah. especially the beginning of this year, where it was a real word in my heart that our, our movement, our leaders are full. Full mm. of what? Well, full of joy is one of them. But I found in John 15, John 16, John 17, one scripture in each of those where Jesus says that my jo- that the joy will be full in you. Mm. Three times. Wow. Joyful. Joyful, I guess you get that word yeah. from. But pull it apart. It's even more interesting in English. Full of joy, full of joy, full of joy. Three times. So it certainly is an expectation from Jesus, our Lord, that we do have a full of joy experience. Yeah. And and that really does change our lives, doesn't it? It, 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 wow. it changes the way we, we see, the way we think, um, the way we hope. We talked about hope a few weeks ago. The way yeah. we hope, the way we love, and the way we joy. Yeah, sure. That's so good. And so with this concept of joy and being full of joy, what do you think are some misconceptions or misunderstandings about the the concept of joy? Uh, a little while ago, just a few minutes ago, I talked about this word happiness and the word joy. Mm. And, and I mean, they might be the same on many occasions, but if we pull them apart, I think the concept of happiness is an external it, it's a response to external stimulus or external experience or external yeah. realities. So if I'm having a good day and it's sunny, then I can be happy. But if it's raining and I haven't got any money, I can be sad. It's an external, it's a response yeah. to external stimuli, which we all have. I don't think that's yeah. abnormal. But joy is an internal state of being that mm. no matter what happens, I'm going to keep my joy or I mm. should be able to keep my joy. So happiness is a great thing. I, I want to have happiness for you and me and my family and for our church. Mm. I want happiness. I want yeah. I want the blessing of God, but it does change with the day to day and year to year. And uh, that that's dangerous to build a house our house upon happiness mm. alone. Again, let me say it's a good thing. But joy is something we definitely can build our house upon in every year, mm. in every circumstance. And I think that's a great hope for us Yeah. Um, that no matter what we're going through, we can maintain a sense of mm-hmm. full satisfaction. Yeah. It takes time. We, we've got to think about it, pray about it, work, work it through. But mm-hmm. I think if we have a misconception, which is your question, and mm-hmm. that is today I don't feel happy, therefore I don't have joy, I think that is the misconception, that we link them yeah. so tightly together that – that I say I'm, I'm not very joyful today. What we really mean is I'm not feeling happy today, mm. which even as a Christian we can say that. Of course we can. It's yeah. a bad day, just a really awful, rotten, bad day. We can say <laughs> I'm not feeling happy today. Yeah. But if we disengage those two words, I can say mm. I'm not feeling happy, but I'm maintaining my joy. Mm. So the misconception is that we should always feel this elation from external mm. stimuli. That, that doesn't happen to anybody on the planet from the richest yeah. to the poorest. Yeah. Continual, absolute happiness mm. is, is, is almost, it's just out of our reach. Sure. So, um, therefore, we're not talking about that. We're not talking mm. about a stability in our circumstances forever. It doesn't mm. happen. Oh, it yeah. does actually. It's called heaven, right? <laughs> um, mm. In heaven, there's, there's complete happiness. Yeah. Um, here on earth, there's not, not continual Happiness. I think it's really important that we pull yeah. these two apart because yeah. when we talk about joy, some people turn off and say, well, I've had a hard life or you don't know what I've been through or mm. many things that are, are true statements like we feel mm. compassion and yeah. care for those people. It might be some of you listening. 
Mm. We feel compassion that you don't have happiness, but we do still want to maintain that you can actually mm. have a sense of joy yeah. in the middle of whatever. We're going to talk about that later. But yeah. the two things are different, and I mm. think we need to um, talk about the real that we can have continual joy in Jesus Christ. Uh, that's awesome. So, can every single person experience joy? Um, is it is it open for everyone? Well, I, it's a it's a God quality, isn't it? It's like um, mm. it's like love as well. You'd have to say yes. Mm. I think even unbelievers can have a sense of you know God's love or God's joy. Mm. I do. I think you know the Bible talks about God drawing us, the goodness of mm. God that leads to repentance. Mm. There's got to be something there of God drawing his yeah. like people sensing there's good love and there's good joy mm. here and yeah. starting to follow Jesus. And mm. even before I became a believer, I, I, I had a six-month search for Jesus when I was 19. Mm. I, I talk about this a lot, but I was a fireman and had a, a fire <laughs> experience where I should have died. I know I was uninjured. And mm. as an unbeliever, not near God, I looked up at heaven and said, who are you? And it sent me mm. on a search, which went on for six months. And I would say in that six months, as I tried to seek God, and there were moments of real joy. There mm. were moments of love. I, I wasn't saved. I'm not saying that. But I, I believe there was a drawing power, and, and God in his love wants to bring joy to all people. Yeah. And he wants to bring his love to all people. And mm. I think we must feel that before we get saved. In fact, there's a in Psalms... It says, taste and see the Lord is good. Mm. And I use that a lot with seekers and unbelievers, yeah. that why don't you just taste the goodness of God? And I, mm. I've got to believe that they can, they can taste, they can yeah. sense, they can feel something of the joy of the Lord or something of mm. the love of Christ. It absolutely yeah. must be a drawing power. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I just don't think you can explain it to people who are seekers without them starting to say, you know, I started to feel that or I started to think that. Mm. And there's definitely an, an invasion mm. of God's yeah. love and joy as people seek yeah. Christ. What, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely a big part of uh, God drawing people. Um, I actually had lunch with a, a guy this week who's, who is a seeker, who's on a journey. He had never been to church in his life and, his, uh, his, um, and he's been just – diving into philosophy and trying to understand his experience of life. He's a young guy who's quite successful, and but he he himself says he, even though he's successful, he feels the sense of emptiness. Um, and he came to church. Uh, he's been four weeks in a row now, and he says every time he comes and he's with the church community, there's a sense of joy. There's a sense of he's talking about this, I feel full. So it's that that kind of language as well. So he is yeah. he 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 himself says he he's still he's interested in Jesus, but he doesn't quite fully believe fully in Jesus yet. But he's open mm. to it. Uh, but he still has, even though he doesn't believe in that yet, he still is experiencing the what we mm. would we know it's the presence of God um, yeah. that he is experiencing, which is where he's where that joy is coming from, where that sense of fullness is coming from. So. Yeah, and I think we've got as we work with with many, many, really thousands of non Christians or not yet believers. I do think we see this a lot, right? This is yeah. not an unusual occurrence. Mm. Um, just recently in our church in Sendai, there was two stories like this. One was a a young man from uh, Thailand who's studying his masters up in in a city here in Japan, and 
his Thai friend who is a believer knew he wasn't um, very happy. Mm. Uh, a man who, who was part of a different faith and was depressed. And his Christian friend said, um, he actually gave him the, 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 the um, Purpose Driven Life, mm. uh, which is such a great book. And, and, and his non-Christian friend read it and loved it and, of course, said to his friend, what's next? Mm. And his friend said, church. And Lifehouse <laughs> is a good church in Sendai. So he said the moment he walked in the door, it's a very similar story. He felt, mm. he felt something different. Yeah. He felt satisfied as a, mm. as a not yet believer. Yeah. He could feel that there was there was something very special here, and yeah. um, I remember back in when I was pastoring in Toowoomba in Australia, a, mm. a famous uh, witch came mm. to our church, which I, I was so happy about. I was so thankful <laughs> she came and mm. um, she came and introduced herself to me. I said, "Yes, great to meet you," and mm. she said, "Yes, it's it's amazing. You have a a really amazing ghost in this." meeting place and I said yes we do (laughs) yes we do he is actually called the Holy Spirit and he Mm. is the Spirit of God and Mm. you can know him too and she didn't receive Christ then but it was it was a good exchange it was yeah (laughs) um, you know how does it how does an unbeliever describe some of these terms it's Mm. it's really interesting hearing some of um, some of them I know even Masashi was talking recently about a young guy who um who went to, I think he went to a youth camp as an unbeliever. Yeah. And sometime in the youth camp became a believer in Jesus and then wanted to come and prophesy over Masashi and, and didn't have the words because yeah. he got saved that day. And he comes <laughs> up and he just starts saying to Mas- a Japanese young man speaking to Masashi, a youth pastor, saying, I don't know how to say this to you, but now I've got Jesus. I, I just want to speak over Japan. I, mm. God's going to do over overflow or whatever he's trying to do (laughs) um, we don't even have the words sometimes yeah um but we have so many stories Mm. and then we come to our believers who we love so Mm. much and and many of them are are experiencing sort of new levels of joy aren't they adrian i Mm. I think yeah i think as we talk about this and also you talk about misconceptions which i think we need to go back into in a minute um about what seeking God looks like. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think that many of our believers are finding joy. Again, mm. let me br- bring up, there's a great book by C.S. Lewis, a very old book, like 70 years old. Um, C.S. Lewis is the man who wrote The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe with Aslan, mm. and mm. great, great theologian. And he had a, wrote a book called Surprised by Joy as a believer. Mm. Sure. As a believer, he became surprised by joy. Mm. And I love that. I would say to anyone listening, you can be surprised by joy. Yeah. If we expect it, if our yeah. hearts are open, if we have the right thinking about God's word, mm. I really believe we can be surprised by joy. Yeah. So let me I, I sort of started my own question here a, a moment yeah. ago that what 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 other Christian thought could there be? That's a good question, right? <laughs> Great question. I think the answer is some people think heaviness, uh, a sense of heaviness is a godly characteristic. Mm. Um, the sense of really weighed down and burdened yeah. and loaded down. And we, we've discussed this, Adrian, both of us had this in early years. We read all those books that really were yeah. very, very heavy, heavy on the soul books. Mm. And I, and, but I, I didn't read that in the New Testament. Mm. Um, there are moments of sadness that Paul had and Peter and Silas and all the rest. Mm. 
but you don't talk about them being depressed or sad or wounded or mm. uh, in fact in in two two Corinthians Paul says I was I was suffering but I was joyful I mean I mean straight up that's just that is the New Testament concept here mm. that we we don't lose our joy in the middle of suffering yeah but I do think there is a thinking that I've got to be heavy mm. heavy weight down and 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 yeah. like oh oh God, and, and I'm tempted to do it still to this day. Sometimes I have to, like, like whoa, 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 what am I doing? Uh, yeah. God is here. He's spoken. I just need to move mm. forward now. Yeah. Because yeah. there is this concept of weighed down. Mm. And, um, you know, someone might bring up what well, scripture, like Jesus said, you know, take my burden. I said, yeah, but he said his burden is light. Yeah. And so there is a burden Mm. It's a light burden because Jesus is carrying our burden, but the yeah. the joy of the Lord is our strength, yeah. as it says in in Nehemiah eight four or somewhere there. Um, yeah. But the joy we, we we're supposed to have the joy of the Lord to gain strength in our suffering. Yeah. So I just think we need to nullify or or maybe even challenge the notion of heaviness and say, mm. where is that in the New Testament? Can you mm. please show me? what the scriptures that are driving you into yeah. that corner are. Because I want to tell you about 150 verses on joy in the New Testament yeah. that's just everywhere. Mm. And I think that would lift people out of that heaviness yeah. into being surprised by joy. Yeah. What, what, what about yourself? I know you, you had a similar beginning yeah. as well. Yeah, so I think... I think it is it's such an awesome um, part of being a follower of Jesus. So, like... I yeah I said like at the age of seventeen I had an encounter with God and then uh, nineteen I was part of like a mission uh, group for a while but even in that um, I think that what I was learning and what I was reading was that like to be hungry and passionate for God you need to be in this intense person like very serious very intense and and I really embraced that for a season but it was just it. It wasn't. Um, it yeah. was tiring. It was. It, there wasn't much life in it, and and I think even this past six years of being in Japan and being part of Lifehouse and just the culture of joy has really been liberating, um, mm. and much more fruitful. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I can say. It's producing more fruit in me, and I'm seeing more pr- fruit being produced through me. So I think for me, it's been such an incredible joy to be a part of a joy community and just seeing and and you start reading scripture through those lenses and you see yeah. it's very much part of the follower of Jesus's life and 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 I think some of the misconceptions is that if you are joyful you're not focused you're not serious about the mission but I think I've been like I know that we're very serious about the mission at Lifehouse yet we know that it's joy that fuels the mission that it's joy that empowers us in the mission and it's also joy that actually draws people from that aren't followers of jesus into a relationship with christ and i think it's so important so yeah it's it's been such an incredible journey for me as well when we first came to japan um we we had nothing we we had a very small team and and a little Mm. bit of money wasn't much and but we had a promise that god was going to move in japan which we believed but I was praying and I, I said, Lord, what is our message in Japan? And mm. the Lord led me to that Luke 10 scriptures where he sends them out, sends the 72 out. And he and he says, um, 
you know, tell, go, go and heal the sick, pray, pray for the sick, heal, heal the sick in, in my name and cast out devils and, and um, you know, you, you, you are, you're all you need. You don't need much. Just go out there and tell them that God is close to you. And, mm. and, and then they came back from that mission and it says they were filled with joy mm. and they said to Jesus, wow, even the demons submit. And Jesus said, don't rejoice in that, but rejoice that your name's are written in heaven. And then mm. verse 21, Luke 10, 21, it says, Jesus jumped for joy again. Mm. That's one of these unusual words for joy. There's only 11 times in the New Testament there's a word jump for joy. That's mm. it for Jesus. Wow. So this whole concept of mission mm. is wrapped in fruitfulness and joy, just what you yeah. said. Yeah. And so when we came to Japan, we were praying and the Lord said to us, tell them that God is close. Which yeah. is the same in Acts chapter seventeen with with Paul in in Athens with so many idols and so much stuff. He's, he's mm. he spoke to them and said, "God is close to you." And yeah. so it's it's a very biblical concept in missions. Um, but we also felt that some some people had gone to church at some point and didn't like church, mm. and we sort of were surprised by that. Not not anyway. I don't want to say too much there, except we did meet people like that, and we said, well. What was it like? And they explained in a way where they felt heavy. Mm. They felt they their head their head went down. Their yeah. their um their, they they weren't singing. They they it was heavy. And I really felt the Lord say to to us, if you want to reach the youth of Japan, you've got to have a church of joy. Mm. Um, no judgment on any other churches. We need them all. We need churches for every style of person and mm. age. But for yeah. us to reach young Japanese who had almost no experience mm. or no experience of church, we felt they had to experience the joy of the Lord. Yeah. So that's why we went into so much joy mm. um, and, and, and you know, singing praise songs. We sing far more praise songs than anything else. Just, yay, a victory in Christ. And mm. Because the Japanese people need to see an expression of yeah. something very different. Mm. They, and they can see difference. When we've got genuine joy, so for these twenty years in Japan, we've had a, a wonderful. As you said, we're very serious about the word and about worship, but we have a lot of fun and yeah. uh, a lot of laughter and a lot of uh, even in church services, and and just joy has been such mm. a powerful factor in yeah. the gospel. And we have a, a church in Bali that is absolutely full of laughter and joy, and mm. they are having an amazing time. Yeah. Seeing many people receive Jesus Christ, yeah, um, as people see a genuine joy, I think that we can imitate many things in the world uh, mm. as a church, and the world's not impressed. Yeah, but when we have something the world really desires and doesn't have, mm. I think it gets people's attention. And one of those is genuine joy, genuine love, and genuine yeah. joy. And. <laughs> So yeah, for these twenty years, we've just said let's let's really dive into to joy and and enjoy mm. our lives, and it doesn't take us away from mission, does it? Which is what you were saying. You felt yeah. that mission was heavy. Mm. Um, now I do have a burden for Japan. I pray yeah. every day, and I'm burdened for the lost and mm. burdened for those away from Christ. Yeah, but it doesn't take away my personal joy. Yeah, in that mission, there's yeah. a balance there, isn't there? Yeah, and I think given some of the key. Uh, stories that Jesus tells talks about mission in like I think it's Luke 15 the prodigal son the uh, the lost sheep the lost coin I think the key to that whole 
the the key theme that Jesus that runs throughout all of those is the joy of of the finder, the joy that God experiences yeah. when the sheep comes home or the coin is found or the lost son returns. There's this sense of joy. And I think Jesus was teaching this to Pharisees and religious mm. serious people who were upset that Jesus was hanging out with these sinners, these notorious sinners. And he's just said, hey, guys, like this is the mission of God. This is what it's all about. Like it's the father is waiting for his sons and daughters mm. to come home. And when they do, um, there's a party. <laughs> It's yeah. joy. There's the celebration uh, that the Father experiences. And I think it's such a big part of our mission and, and just yeah. the Jesus' life. So, I love those stories. Hey? You just mentioned mm. the, the, the lost son, the lost coin, the lost, uh, what's the third one? The lost sheep. sheep. And um, yeah. every time it says, rejoice with me, yeah. rejoice. And it says, the angels of heaven are rejoicing. We, we're, we're living in the kingdom of God Yeah, inside us, which... yeah. Which, which is a kingdom of joy. Mm-hmm. The, the, the angels are wanting to go up again. Let's go up again. Another one saved. Another one yeah. came back. And <laughs> yeah. that's the attitude of our mission, isn't yeah. it? That It is. Um, we're not notching up souls on a scoreboard, but we're, we're talking about real people finding mm-hmm. real God and yeah. real joy and the angels, whoa, celebration. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That, they're, they're great stories and mm. everyone drills into concept of joy and mission yeah. i love that yeah i just love that and mm. I, again let me say i i've seen much more fruitfulness when i'm joyful yeah. than when i'm heavy yeah in fact let me let's get back to another word which is love i think when we're heavy it's harder to love other people mm. but when we're full of joy it's actually yeah. easier to love other people <laughs> so even, even in my own fa- my own marriage or family yeah. or when i'm full yeah. of joy i i i, I want to meet people i want to yeah. love people i want to so it's a motivating factor mm. of life isn't it yeah it's so good yeah i love it so with this whole amazing concept of joy what what can we do uh, or can we get closer to joy and if if the answer is yes how do we do that really simply it's just to get closer to god um mm. The, um, the, the, the scripture we're using this year in Lifehouse is from Psalm 1611. It says, the fullness of joy is in your presence. Mm-hmm. That, that word presence actually means before your face. Yeah. The, 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 more we, the more we get closer to God and his presence, mm-hmm. there's fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And again, it, does, it, it, it doesn't make sense to think about heaviness as I get closer yeah. to God to, to get heavy. Mm-hmm. I should be joyful. Yeah. Now, I might be bowing on the ground in worship, Totally. I totally get that. But it's still with joy in my heart that I'm with Jesus, yeah. right? It's not fear. Yeah. It's not guilt. It's not yeah. sadness. So yeah. even that worship should be full of joy. Mm. And we think of heaven. And um, that is the place where there is no sadness and mm. there is no – it says he'll wipe away every tear. Yeah. There'll be no sickness, no death, no sadness, no betrayal. Yeah. It's just going to be pure joy. Mm. We're not there yet, which is good news. I'm glad I'm here and got lot, a lot to do. I <laughs> yeah. want to go there, but not today. <laughs> um, but it, it does seem that the closer we get to God, the more we have of joy, not less. Mm. And, and as a pastor, um, I've seen people uh, lean away from God and they say things like, I'm not reading the word, I don't feel as happy, uh, where is God? Or they're moving into God and they're saying, you know, life's not always easy, mm. but I feel God is with me. 
So I think there is the concept of leaning in. Yeah. And this is what Jesus was saying in John 15, John 16, John mm-hmm. 17. He said to them, if you do this, you're going to have uh, the fullness of joy. In fact, let me read one of those scriptures mm. to you, the one in John 15, because it, it actually is, I, I think, pretty amazing. Um, in John 15, Jesus is talking about love, actually. Mm. He's talking about love. And um, he, he says here, um, as this is in verse 9, John 15, 9, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain mm. in my love. Stay in my love. Let it be like lounge room love. We're just hanging out with mm. Jesus. And if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Hmm. So there is something there about seeking God and getting closer to Jesus and his presence Hmm. about a fullness of joy or an increased level of joy and um, my joy. And notice these words, my joy. So Jesus is a God of joy. Mm. I think we just need to say it outright, you know, like because yeah. there are scriptures that say he was a man of sorrows from Isaiah 53, totally mm. had sorrows the night before the cross. He, yeah. he, he in the Garden of Gethsemane, man of sorrows. But after mm. resurrection, um, the picture of Jesus is the line of Judah, is the victorious, conquering, yeah. powerful Jesus that we meet in Revelation chapter one, his face is like the sun shining and mm. his voice is like many will like this is the victorious Christ. Yeah. And uh, but but Jesus, even as as sad in nature on the earth, it says this is he's speaking here, my joy. He still had joy mm. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then he say, My joy might be in you if you're obeying and, and loving, loving mm. God, loving the Father, loving me, my joy. And if you do this. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full mm. or overflowing, it says in the New Living Translation. And I think there is a place of joy, more joy and overflowing joy. Yeah. Sure. I do. I, I think there are levels. Mm. And and that's just really um, inspirational for me to stay leaning in yeah. <laughs> to God. That's so good. And yeah, so it would seem that this leaning in is not so much uh, uh, about effort as it is about um, about your the way that you think and your desire. So would you say that that's correct? It's about having yeah. good thinking, but also this so it starts with good thinking, but then there's there is a true desire to seek God, not because you feel like you have to, and I, ah, I have to work at this, but it, but, but because there's this true desire to know yeah. God. Yeah, I, I'd explain it as a father with two little boys. I would explain it as it's not the concept of my two boys always wanting to get my approval mm. and say, Daddy, do you love me today? Are we, are we good enough today? You see, if my little boys do that, I think that we haven't done a very good job parenting, right? I, or, mm. or we haven't done a good job explaining their place in the family. Yeah. So my boys don't need to get to me. They are with me. And mm. the same with God, our Father, with Jesus, the Holy Spirit. We don't need effort to get to God. We are with God and we want to be with God. And so the concept of me is focus, worship, mm. thankfulness, those values, just being mm. thankful, just being focused, yeah. reading his word, obeying him. Like Jesus said, if you if you love me, you'll obey me. Obedience. Mm. Um and, and to me, that's not effort, that's desire. I want to do that now because mm-hmm. I'm thankful. Yeah. The, so, so now, I'm not trying to get to God. I'm 
with God, mm. but I love him and I'm so thankful I want to stay with him. Sure. I want to stay close. And yeah. if I wander away through thoughts or action, mm. I can come back instantly. Lord, I'm sorry. I want to be back. I want to be close. Yeah. Um, which some people might see as easy grace or greasy grace. I don't see that at all. I believe that is sons and daughters who understand yeah. their belonging. They're yeah. belonging to God. They don't want to sin. They don't want to do the wrong thing. Mm. And when they do, there's a passion to, Lord, I'm back and mm. let's go. So let me say it again. It's not effort to get to God. It's mm. the blessing of staying close to God. Yeah. Those two are very different concepts to me. One is yeah. effort and guilt and shame and mm. more effort and days trying to get to God and mm. doing ceremonies to get to God, like having my own little repentance meeting for, for hours where mm. God the Father is saying, I'm here, just come yeah. back. Yeah. And so I'm not trying to get to God. I'm in the understanding. I'm with him. His arms are actually around mm. me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And I don't need to get to God. I just need to focus that he's mm. there and then we – we move forward in joy into mission. Mm, so good. That's so good. So it's not, I'm not trying to work my way into this relationship. I'm already in this relationship and now I just need to lean in um, into yeah. the Father, listen to his voice, uh, be empowered by him, enjoy his presence as a son, uh, but yeah. not trying to earn my way in as a son. So, wow, it's so good. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Joy of the Lord is my strength too. Yeah. yeah. It's the best way to live. So mm, uh, It awesome. really is. And just one last thing, just on the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, mm. peace, patience, the first four, and the fourth one really means internal strength or guts, gutsiness yeah. in a hard time. Mm. Love, joy, peace, and gutsiness. We'd all agree as Christians, yep, Christian yeah. values, but sometimes joy seems to be lower. Like it's like, oh, well, you can't always be joyful or you mm. – or that's – you know, some other teaching. But no, no, they're, they're supposed to be equal level. Yeah. If, if we put a, a bar across, love, yeah, uh, peace, yeah, internal strength, yeah, and joy, yeah. I, I just think mm. we need to change the way we think about the fruit of the Spirit, that yeah. they all help each other. They're yeah, interactive. Definitely. Yeah. They're, it's not like, oops, we, we lost one of the nine yeah. fruit of the Spirit. No, no, we're, 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 we're growing in them all. So I believe yeah. that we're all going to be growing mm. as fruit in so good. the joy of the Lord. Come on. Awesome. Well, look forward to, we're going to continue to chat in the next episode really about um, how do we live with joy even in tough times. So we're going to dive more into this uh, in the next episode. But if you could just pray for us, Pastor Rod, that would yeah. be great. And then we can finish. Thank you, Jesus. You are a God of joy. And we do, you invite us to have your joy. And heaven is full of joy. And angels are full of joy. And the mission is full of joy as we see fruitfulness and, mm. and blessing. And I just pray, Lord, that we'd have a revelation of the, mm. the, the joy of the Lord is our strength, that the joy is, is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's a value. It's part of our internal life that even the external circumstances can't take away. Lord, I pray we'd have this revelation and we'd live with real joy and from that flow of love and mission in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.